Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. We're in Romans 12, and we're looking at how the body of Christ is to function together, how the Lord has equipped us and prepared us and empowered us with spiritual gifts. Uh, I want to read what we've covered to this point in time and really encourage you to read the entire 12th chapter because we've reached a point now (coughs) to where uh, Paul, through the Spirit, just starts firing off these rapid commands. You'll see it in just a moment. But let's take about 90 seconds and cover what we've looked at so far. This is verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy, according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And so that's the point uh, that we have covered with spiritual gifts that are delineated here. And the way that this is structured and written, uh, it's, it's clear that this is not an exhaustive list of all the spiritual gifts. He's just given examples of what we're to do. Now watch this. In verse 9, the very next verse, this is where Paul just starts firing these things off. Verse 9 says, let love be without hypocrisy. And the word let and be in that sentence are in italics, which means they're put there to where we'll gain understanding of what it means. But a lot of times I will read a verse and drop those words out just to see what it sounds like. Listen to this. If you drop those words out, it says love without hypocrisy. Well, that totally works, doesn't it? So he's telling us to love, but not to do so hypocritically. Not a false love, not a fake love. Then the next part of the verse, another sentence, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. (coughs) That's such a great truth. Anything that is evil, we are to abhor it. Is that not a powerful word? But we're to cling what is good to what is good. Verse 10 says this, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. I mentioned that a couple of episodes ago, that we are to honor one another. I think that's one of the greatest downfalls within the body of Christ is that we're not devoted to one another in brotherly love, and we don't give preference to one another in honor. We don't defer to one another. We don't walk in honor and respect of each other. What we do is we take on cloaks and mantles, and then we demand honor. We demand attention. We demand that people do what we think they should do because of our position, et cetera, et cetera. And we're not to do that at 
all. Not at all. We're to be devoted to one another in brotherly love and give preference to one another in honor. Then verse 11 <clears throat> continues the sentence, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So many things here. He's telling us that all this right here is in service to the Lord. And beginning with verse 10, with the being devoted to one another, it's all one sentence. Okay? So he tells them, you love, but love without being hypocritical. The things that are evil, abhor that stuff. Cling to what is good, but be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another. Give preference to one another. And don't lag in diligence. In other words, don't be lazy. Don't be slothful. Okay? But be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Again, I mentioned this in the last episode. A major, major problem within the body of Christ. Okay? Uh, particularly at the leadership level. I'm just going to lay it at the leadership level where I am. Okay? <laughs> because I see it day in and day out. I see... Uh, I mean, I see situations, folks, I can't even begin to tell you. When you're, if you're sitting there holding the clock, if you're holding the calendar, if you're holding the time limit, I actually had a pastor say this to me several years ago. He came in, and it was like a Wednesday. He says, well, man, I've already worked 30 hours this week. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, well, what are you talking about? Yeah, you've actually lived a lot more than that, you know. You can't view the things that we do as the body of Christ as a thing where you're punching the clock. Okay, I've been fervent in spirit. I've been diligent here for seven hours today. I'm going to punch out on it now. I mean, what, I think that's one of the reasons we're in the situations that we're in because that's the way that things are viewed. And that's not the way the body of Christ is structured, Okay. We're to love one another. We're to give honor to one another. We are to be diligent in everything. If you're called to lead, folks, I got news for you. That's a 24-7 thing, okay? And if you view it as a job, then you are in trouble from the get-go, okay? Because it's not a job. It is a calling. It is how the Lord has poured forth His grace in your life and where you are. There's other people that lead the body of Christ, but they also hold down another 12-hour-a-day job or position or a calling that they're in. We need to be diligent in it. We need to be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Verse 12, it continues the sentence. Rejoicing in hope. Rejoicing in hope. When you read the balance of the scripture, you find our hope is in the Lord God and in his return, in the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're rejoicing in that. But the next phrase is persevering in tribulation. Yeah, that's an interesting juxtaposition right there. We rejoice in the hope that is yet to come, but we are persevering in the tribulation that we may be enduring at this point in time. A lot of times we think that we're being tribulated. We think we're undergoing things. Folks, this is nothing compared to that which is yet to come. I know, I know a lot of people think, well, we're going to be out of here for all that hit. Go listen to those 100 episodes that we did related uh, to the coming of the Lord. The bottom line is what? The man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, the great tribulation is what he does. And that is him pouring forth his wrath upon Jewish people and the church. So we are to persevere in tribulation. But then he says this, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. Devoted to prayer. Devout to that, giving attention to prayer. Then the, the end of the sentence in the last verse. Contributing to the needs of the saints, 
practicing hospitality. As I said, he's just firing all these things that he's calling us to do. And these come out of the spiritual empowerment that the Lord has given us and the transformation that he's doing in our lives. Let me just tell you what they are again. We're to love without hypocrisy. We're to abhor evil. We're to cling to what is good. We're to be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Notice that devote pops up a couple times here. In brotherly love. We're to walk with one another in honor, giving preference to one another. We're not to lag in diligence. That means we are to be diligent. We're to be fervent in spirit. We're to serve the Lord. We're to rejoice in hope, persevere in tribulation, be devoted to prayer. And we're to contribute to the needs of the saints. We have a role and responsibility of doing that. And we are to practice hospitality. We're going to see later that all these things that are mentioned right here are mentioned as spiritual gifts in other portions of the scripture. This is how the Lord has designed us. This is how we are to live the life that he's granted to us and his grace and his mercy. And if we were to do this right here, people would be drawn to the Lord in ways that we've never experienced before. Remember what Jesus said. Jesus said, the world will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another. This is how the love is manifested. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.